Hi, this is Ed from ozdomainer.com and you're listening to Domain Names Podcast, Episode 13. Hi everyone and uh, thanks for joining us. This is Ed from Oz Domainer and uh, we're fortunate enough today to have Zappy Zaplin from uh, Internet Real Estate Group and InternetWarrior.com. Uh, Mike is, uh, well I should say Zappy, the official official name is Zappy from now on, everyone listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zappy is joining us from the States this morning, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Glad to be uh, with you. And, and yeah, I totally. You know, my parents weren't super creative back in the uh, late '60s, so uh-uh. they came up with Mike for a name, and it seems like everybody else came up with Mike. So, in order uh, to differentiate, uh, my last name's Zappelin, so I've been. You know, people have been calling me Zappy for a long time, so I just went with it. Yeah, and that's like great. Thing to do. It's very easy to remember and uh, distinguishes you from all the other mics in the, on the planet. So uh, we're, we're uh, 12 hours difference. We're 12 hours ahead here in Perth in Australia. And um, what, what part of the uh, east coast of the U.S. are you in? Um, so I am actually, you're talking to me right now from Miami Beach, which okay. is, if you haven't been here, I uh, highly recommend. Pretty hot this summer right now, but it is it's good, tropical, always a breeze by the ocean and, you know, real international city. So I, I love it here. And as some folks know, I'm uh, one of the partners in Internet Real Estate, which is also on the East Coast, which is in Boston. But I, I kind of prefer the weather down here and grew up in Boston, can't stand that snow and shoveling and, and endless dreariness. So... I've been uh, positioning myself down here in Miami. It's great. And uh, do you do you uh, go up to Boston very often for for business, or do you try and limit that as much as possible? Um, I, I get up there pretty regularly. I um, you know I tended always to be the on the road guy. So where the, even when I was uh, living in Boston, technically you know I was you know on the road a lot. You know even when I was living there. And so, you know, I've lived in uh, Los Angeles as well. And, you know, I, I tend to travel a lot, but I like the warm weather. And, um, you know, this I, at the East Coast is a little bit easier to do business just because um, when you're on the West Coast, you know, like California, um, it you know, you're three hours behind. So if you want to do some early East Coast business, you got to be up really early. And, uh, you know, this is a little bit more conducive. So, Miami's like the best of both worlds. You got the East Coast, you got the tropical weather, and um, you know the notorious uh, partying uh, <laughs> nightlife. So. Not that, yeah, and you don't participate in that at all, though, do you? Zappy? Uh, you're, you know, you're, you're a wholesome I, man. <laughs> yeah, well, once in a while you gotta, you know, well, when in Rome, you know. Yeah, you know, when in Rome, and you do get around because looking on the back sleeve of your uh, book, uh, Internet Warrior, which we'll talk about later, but also on on the website, you, I think you've got more photos with. With famous people than I've ever seen of anybody in my life, and I, I mean, I was a little bit suspicious at first. I thought there's a bit of—is this a bit of one of those Photoshop things, you know, where people just impose to put their photo in? But no, I know it's not. But so uh, you—you've got around a lot with uh, a lot of a lot of places and had your photos taken with a lot of people. Had, was that just something you yeah, decided you know, to do? Um, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, what I've, what I consider, you know, the internet and domains and, and online marketing, it's all direct marketing. 
And what's happened before I got into the in, the internet space, I was in the infomercial uh, space with the making and buying of television airtime and selling stuff on TV. And in both of those cases, you wind up, you know, having a lot of sort of celebrity clients because these people, in a lot of cases, they want to market. Uh, things that they have, you know, the rights to themselves, maybe their personal type stuff or things that the, the record company or their label or their agent or somebody doesn't necessarily have control of. Right. And it's the kind of thing that they want to go direct with. So a lot of them have called me, you know, my in from my infomercial days. And then, of course, you know, being, you know, um, a semi early domainer, um, you know, a lot of folks have um, approached me about, you know, whether it's, you know, their their domains, their web, the site, their traffic, their brand, um, you know, something that they want to get off the ground. Um, you know, it's just, it's a great spot, as you know. I mean, you wind up interfacing with, you know, uh, you know, when you have domain positioning, a lot of times you're, you know, sort of, you know, head to head with the heaviest of the heavyweights. And it kind of is this great equalizer where, you know, whatever it is, music.com or, uh, you know, software.com or diamond.com, you know, you're, you know, you're sitting at the table with the biggest of the big in that industry. And, you know, uh, you're there basically because, you know, the, the power of the domain and the, and the, power of the future of the internet for marketing. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, not, I don't not like you know, hanging out in these, you know, crazy places with celebrities or whatever the case is. But at the same time, it's been, you know, a little less by design and a little bit more a function of, you know, I think when you're on the cutting edge, uh, of direct marketing, um, you know, that lends itself to, a, you know, being in some really interesting places. People want to, you know, try to figure out what's happening next. Yeah, good good for business. So so you basically got your, your start in infomercials um, before you got into the domain space. If you want to give us a little uh, brief history of, of how that came about, and then we'll, we'll go into, uh, into the domain industry and what got you started there. Yeah, you know, uh, it was actually a pretty easy transition because what happened was I was having a good amount of success with the infomercial space, and this is in late 90s, you know, 97, 98. I was having a lot of success there, but I kept on thinking, you know, it's so expensive to make the television show, so expensive to buy the airtime. Sometimes it's cost prohibitive to change the offers just because of the production and that kind of thing. I kept thinking to myself, you know, if I could find my own 24-hour network with 24-hour ordering, that would sort of be the holy grail of direct marketing. And I saw the Internet and I thought, wow, you know, that might be almost like my own network where I can play programming 24 hours a day. I can change it really easily and people can order 24 hours a day. This is, you know amazing this is the holy grail right here and i started to think to myself as a in, in when the infomercial space i thought to myself you know rather than spending a half hour of uh time driving people to pick up the phone and call it would probably be more effective to spend less you know get do a one or a two minute commercial drive them to a website and have 
you know, them be able to spend unlimited time or show their friends or their family or whatever it was. Right. And so it just seemed like the web was going to be just such a key part. Having a website was going to be such a key marketing um, element that I thought to myself, okay, well, how do I fit into the internet? Let me, you know, figure out how I can position myself properly. And I came up with the concept that if I owned a category generic domain name, that I would already have a certain amount of credibility. I would have a certain amount of traffic already coming. And then as other people started to advertise their website, their .com, as more people came on the, to the internet, I would rise with the tide. And so I thought, wow, this is, you know, this is great. I, I won't be infringing on anybody's trademark. I'll be, you know, uh, I'll have credibility with consumers. What category generic domain name should I get? And I did what I call my Super Bowl test, which was basically, you know, if I was going to spend three to five years building one of these category generic domains, I didn't want to spend that time and then at the end have it be successful but not have any large players who could buy my site or my community, whatever that thing turned out to be, that marketing channel. Exactly. So my thinking was, okay, well, if, if, if it's a big enough category to advertise at the Super Bowl, that's a big enough category for me to uh, build on. So I took out my pen and paper. I did my list. You know, you think about the Super Bowl. It's, you know, beer and diamonds and computers and insurance and automobiles and, uh, you know, on and on. There's a you know, decent list, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a good list, but it's a, it's not a huge list. And so I went to the top of the list and there was beer and I thought, wow, beer.com, that, that's a great domain name. You know, you you could have a domain, uh, you know, a site that's like a enthusiast site. You could you get all these beer companies that would probably love to advertise if you get it to critical mass. And um, so I knew some people that did liquor promotions around the country. So I knew that they already had relationships with Miller and some people like that. Uh-huh. Okay. Had and, to, uh, so you had the connections. Yeah. Well, they had the connections. So I, yeah. I, 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 I went to them and I said, look, let's together, we'll buy beer.com. We'll redevelop it as a beer portal site. And you guys can then bring some of your partner advertisers to the fold. They liked the idea, and so we approached the owner of Beer.com, and uh, he was fortunately was a you know a 21 or so year old kid, and uh, you know he was an enthusiast and he was having fun with it. He had pictures of him and his buddies you know throwing up from drinking too much, <laughs> and you know it was uh, it was kind of um, you know very hobbyist. So I said to him, look, let me let me professionalize the site. Let me you know create a more of a portal feel for it and then you know with this partner I'll try to bring in some you know large advertisers so we we did a deal with him in very late 1998 uh December 98 and we um we did a deal we gave, we basically put a $100,000 valuation on beer.com and I right. said to him I knew the valuation was going to change considerably I didn't want him to feel like he got you know snookered or something so I said look why don't we give you $80,000 in cash and you keep 20% of the new co that'll own beer.com, the domain, so and the site. And he said, sounds great. We gave him the $80,000. He was thrilled. He claimed he was retiring to go snowboarding on the $80,000. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we you know, redeveloped the site as a beer portal, you know, how to brew beer, rate your favorite beer, 
getabeer.com email, uh, and we started to put out press about what we were doing, and we got calls from literally all the beer companies. This is early 1999. So we, you know, a couple months into this, we started to get all these calls, and we, I got a call from uh, Interbrew, which is now called InBev, uh, one of the largest beer companies in the world up in Toronto, and they said, well, look, you know, come up to Toronto. We want to talk to you about beer.com. So long story short, you know, we... Um, we went. We I went up there to see them, and we and talked about my vision for what Beer.com could be. And they said to me, you know, in reality, even though it sounds like you got an interesting, you know, path, you know, we're a multi-billion-dollar beer company. If we can get one percent of the beer drinkers to switch from the beer they're drinking to one of our portfolio of beers, which included, you know, Bass Ale, Stella Artois, Rolling Rock, you know, on and on, um, they said, you know, one percent swing to our beers is a billion dollar swing so forget about whatever you're doing let's just figure out you know what what you need to walk away right now and because it may never you know if we go into this like a a business together a joint venture it may never wind up making money as a company but it may you know do really well so they you know it was kind of like it was set up to you know maybe not work for us as a joint venture so long story short, you know, literally maybe three months after we had, um, you know, taken over Beer.com, we turned around, sold it to Interbrew for seven million dollars. So, yeah. So to go from you know an eighty thousand dollar valuation to seven million in a few months, not only you know was it you know a good you know foundation for the next things I was going to do, but it, you know I, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I got to get back to my list here. There's so much more value on that list you know, what's my next category. So, uh, you know, just try to analyze, um, you know, what categories on that list were going to be changed by the Internet. And just as a sort of, you know, next step to show how my thinking was going, I thought about the diamond space. And I thought, you know, it's a commodity business. All the diamonds are basically the same. It's just that there's so much process between the beers or somebody like that mining the diamond and then you got all the cutters and you know wholesalers and retailers and you know all these steps in between. And by the time it gets to the consumer, it's been marked up you know ridiculously. And um, you know that the internet probably is going to change that paradigm. And so uh, I approached the uh, owners of Diamond.com. They were a software company in Texas, business-to-business software company. Nothing to do with diamonds except the name of the company was SI Diamond Technology. And, uh, you know, showed them what I did with Beer.com and said, look, let me put together a diamond portal site. You know, this time we gave them basically $300,000 and let them keep 20%. And we set out to put up a diamond portal site. We did. It was... You know, pretty thin site. It really was just a, you know, like beer.com. It was kind of a, I don't want to call it a placeholder, but it was, you know, a, it was like how to buy a diamond, diamond auction sites, diamond retail sites. We weren't in the diamond business. Um, so again, long story short, put out some press about what we were doing, got calls from all the diamond companies, uh, wound up speaking to De Beers, and De Beers said to us that, um, you know, they didn't know when they were going to be able to go to retail direct. And they said it could, you know, it could be worth a lot more to somebody who can go to retail direct. Why don't you talk to one of our largest site holders, a guy named Benny Steinmetz out of Israel, who 
what had you know backing from SoftBank, and he had a, a management company to run the company. Uh, spoke with him. He understood the the value of being Diamond.com. We did a deal. Um, you know, again, just a few months after we had acquired the asset, we did a deal with them. It gave us, you know, great return on our cash, and we took a piece of the company, um, Diamond.com, um, the operating company going forward. And so that's how I've tried to structure my deals is to, you know, land, you know, and I feel like the last five years I've really been in a land grab, trying to grab, you know, whatever the best, best domains are without necessarily having a plan for exactly how to build them, but the plan is, um, you know, really to find people who are, you know, find deals that uh, where the domain accelerates the value, where the domain can, you know, uh, drive or, 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 you know, one plus one, a good business plus a good domain equals more than three. So I think, you know, if you can, you know, sort of, you know, some of the folks out there listening that have good domains, it's a it's a tremendous uh, opportunity. And this is what, kind of what I, why I wrote Internet Warrior and put the Internet Warrior system together was because, you know, it's so, we're so early in this game still that, you know, say we're in the second inning of the game, there's still incredible domains out there. There's new domain categories that are popping up every day, new categories that are coming becoming much more valuable, things like, you know, the green revolution or eco-friendly or, you know, the mortgage crisis, credit, and these things that it's it's so early. If you can get good domain property and you can either build it out to the next level or build it in partnership with somebody who's passionate about it. Yes, exactly. We, we got to the point... Um where you, you've talked about some of the names that you uh, were picking up in the in the early days, and was that when you yep. uh, decided to start the Internet Real Estate Group? Had, had that already begun at that stage, and you and you partnered um, with Andrew Miller, or was that something that uh, that happened after these events of the beer and, and Diamond.com? That is um, that's something that happened after that. Um, but Andrew has been involved with me on uh, a number of deals, and and what we were doing was in in part. Uh, about you know in 2005 or so, we were doing a bunch of deals in common, and we decided that it made more sense to sort of consolidate into a portfolio some of the you know the very best stuff, and to go about you know following through on the land grab, and um, you know really you know take advantage of the opportunity being so early. And I, I think I got cut off when I was saying this, but you know that's why I. I wrote Internet Warrior was and put the system together was I felt like, you know, there's never been this opportunity for individuals to, you know, buy something, uh, intellectual property, a domain, and, you know, there's new categories coming online all the time. You know, we talk about the green and echo and the, um, you know, credit terms and things like that. That's right. Uh, to be in on a level playing field with partner and do a partnership or develop something that you know is sort of neck and neck with the biggest and most established players um, you know that that opportunity never existed before so I think you know we're all really really lucky that we get you know for whatever um, reason we're here you know in this lifetime born into this early early innings of the internet and early early innings of the domain economy 
And, you know, you, you add that up and you just think, wow, you know, that's so lucky. I just, I have to, you know, grab whatever I can grab. And so internet real estate is really a land grab uh, where we, you know, try to grab as many categories as possible. And the idea is to, you know, build them with the right strategic partners, the right entrepreneur who's passionate about whatever category it is, because that's when you get the most, you know, bang for your buck. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest learning experiences that I've had, um, you know, the kind of thing that I have to, you know, come to grips with on a daily basis, I'm not sure I'm completely over it yet, um, was my experience with creditcards.com. And, um, you know, Andy Miller and myself um, coming out of the, the bubble, um, you know, of the internet bubble, uh, I was looking around for categories that had non-physical products. And I saw the, you know, that was things like mortgages and credit cards where it's really just, you know, it's non-physical. There's no no merch, you know, warehousing and shipping and fulfillment and, you know, blah, 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 returns and things. So, um, you know, you think about credit cards. So I approached the owners of creditcards.com. Uh, they were doing back-end credit card processing, so they didn't necessarily need the domain anymore. Um, and they agreed to sell it to us, and we bought it, you know, for you know, hundred thousand dollars or so. And we built it up um, out of our offices in Boston for about three years. And we got pretty good at doing search engine optimization, affiliate marketing, um, a lot of the uh, you know core competencies that that we could due to the domain that meant that it would grow its traffic every month and we would make more money as an affiliate every single month. And in 2004, somebody came to us who was really passionate about the online lead generation space in the financial services area. And they said, look, if I had the domain or if you know we marketed this together, we did some kind of a uh, joint venture, uh, I'm already doing well, but if this domain could take me to the next level, you know, that would be really big. And so at the time, um, you know, we um, decided to sell it outright to that individual, um, despite how passionate he was. The idea was we were going to take that cash and kind of roll into the portfolio that we have today, more of a portfolio approach. And so we sold it for $2.75 million to him. And, you know, the investors and ourselves, we made a nice return, and we'd been taking money out along the way, and everybody was happy. But what happened was the lesson was he was passionate about that category. He started to buy traffic against the, the brand, creditcards.com. And as he bought traffic against the brand, his number of leads that he was delivering went up. He was able to go back to the banks and say, hey, I want to, you know, instead of $30 or $50 a lead, I want, you know, $75, $100 a lead. And he was able to very quickly scale the business. Two years almost to the day uh, that we sold it to him, he turned around and sold it for $133 million. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He managed to also keep a couple million shares of the stock that's now, you know, got Elizabeth DeMars as the CEO. She turned around Bankrate.com, and, um, you know, it's carrying something like a $400 million market cap. So, mm. you know. Well, but, I mean, that's one of the things, though. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, there's a, there's a lot of people who would probably uh, um, be in a, a real state over it. And obviously, you know, it, it's still something you think about. But it, I think it goes to the point where 
focus on developing a name and really having the passion, as you said, is, is something that can be completely different to having lots of domains you, you're trying to work on at the same time. And I had this conversation with someone else the other day. So, um, you know, the guy had a, had a passion and he, he probably worked um, really hard at developing the name over those years. So that's what happens. Yep, exactly. And I think, you know, so the lesson learned there is, you know, as painful as it is to, you know, see the commercials for creditcards.com on, you know, <laughs> CNBC and, you know, the, and see the website that hasn't changed and the logo that hasn't changed. It wasn't like they did something new with it. Um, but really they, you know, came down to that passion. And, you know, of course, obviously we, you know, the lesson is to always hold on to some stock like we could have. But at the same time, the real lesson there is if, you, if you're going to develop something with a partner or you're going to give up equity in something, make sure it's somebody that's really passionate about that specific vertical or somebody who has a great technology or, you know, a great joint venture partner who's already having success in that category and focused on it. Because, you know, internet real estate, you know, owning things like chocolate.com and software.com and safety.com and all these diverse categories, it's, it's impossible to be passionate about all of them. Our job is to find the best partners, the most passionate people in each one of these categories and to create, you know, win-win type of deals for those domains. Now and, that's, uh, that, that's an interesting point. Now you say to find. Now is this from from day one? It sounds like you've been fairly proactive and actually in 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 sourcing people who would potentially be good for want of a better word end users or end developers of of your names. Is is that something that you you focus on these days where you're actually out there looking for people, or are you waiting to, for people to find you? How how are you approaching it for? For that side yeah, of I'm, I'm, you know, I, I believe you got to, you know, as long as you're proactive, I think the people will come. So, you know, you don't want to just sit there. You know, if you just have a domain name, then you have domain value and you can get maximum domain value if the right partner wants that domain. But the best way to get business value out of it is to start doing some development, and even if that's light development. So, you know, beer.com is one example. Um, you know, what made them pay the premium so early was that we had, you know, what I would call a uh, a little bit of momentum. So they were looking at, wow, these guys are spending no money on marketing, no money on advertising. They have, you know, considerable traffic already. They're giving out, you know, 500-plus uh, uh, email addresses a day. You know, do we want to buy this now or do we want to buy this when they have, you know, a million emails, you know, customers or right, email, yep. you know, users. So I think, you know, the more proactive you can be, you don't have to, you know, take it all the way, but if you can develop a, you know, the phase one of the site and show that direction, show the traffic moving up, do some deals that increase the traffic or increase the brand or, you know, PR and things that are going to, you know, bring more and more awareness to the brand, all of a sudden somebody has to pay you business value or, you know, opportunity cost. It's not just them trying to rationalize why should I pay so much for a domain name. Now they can look at it and say, well, um, yeah, this is a great domain name. It has a lot of value that's backing this, but I also have this, you know, sort of momentum, this, you know, I have to pay this person for their opportunity cost not to go do this themselves. And I've got to, you know, take this thing out of the hands potentially of one of my competitors as quickly as possible. 
Yeah, and that's an exceptionally yeah. good distinction, and uh, it's probably switched on a few light bulbs for people because everyone—it's it's the big talk at the moment, the D word, development—and uh, everyone seems to be realizing that just having the domains parked is um, is is not where it's at. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine if you've got tens of thousands of names. I mean, you can't get around to developing them all. You need to do something yeah. with them. But if you have any degree of quality, like some of the names that you have, then you need to have that sort of approach, I would, I would say. Now, it came to um, the point where you decided to uh, start internetwarrior.com. What, how did that come about? Has that been something you've wanted to do for a while, or what, was, what were the thoughts Yeah, it's that? definitely something I've wanted to do for a while. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's sort of, uh, I, I'm semi-joking when I say this, but I always, you know, as a domainer, you know, when you go to a cocktail party or you're anywhere you are, your kid's school or, you know, any place, um, you know, somebody asks you what you do and you say, I'm in the internet business. And they go, what do you do? And you say, well, I develop internet brands. And they say, what are you talking about? You know, and you start talking to me. I always wanted to just say, look, here's my book. Read it. You know, I don't want to, like, spend the next 30 minutes explaining the entire domain and internet landscape. And, you know, so from a selfish perspective, I really always did want to have that, you know, that answer for people. And at the same time, you know, a lot of people were coming to me asking me development questions or search engine questions and things. And I thought, you know, the, the domain names that I'm, you know, interested in myself at the, you know, top of the pyramid, uh, these, you know, single word generic domains, you know, I have competitors for those. But if I were to write a book like Internet Warrior and give, you know, a lecture, a DVD lecture and have a website with tools to help people find domains, it's not going to be competitive with me because I'm still going to be competing for the top level domains with the people who are, you know, doing the same thing. But at, at the middle and the bottom of the chain, there's so much opportunity because we're so early that, you know, it, it'd be crazy not to, you know, let people know what's going on so they can benefit, number one. And then number two, it's not going to affect me because these are domain names that I'm I don't know about these categories. I'm not passionate about the same thing, so it's nothing that I'm ever going to, you know, have wanted to grab myself. Yeah, that's it. And there's so much opportunity, as you say, that, every, you know, one person can't possibly deal with all of them. And I'm going to think of various of uh, domain names and, and markets that you would never have thought of and vice versa. And, um, exactly. And the, the book is great. I've got the book in front of me. I actually ordered a copy and uh, joined the, the membership of your website, which is very, very good, I must say. And the, the right. DVDs are great for people who are very visually oriented. Uh, if they get yep. the, the book and the DVD package, I recommend that because um, they can basically watch the book, really. I mean, you, you, you sort of walk through the book, don't you? And you, you cover subjects such as what is a domain name, uh, buying and selling domain names, how to develop a website, getting traffic, affiliate marketing, e-newsletters, and web 2.0 and social media. So it's a very good yep. um, balanced view of doing business online rather than just buying domain names, So, um, which is you know has a lot of really, really good information uh, in the book. So great job. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I think, you know, like I'm, I see opportunity at all 
areas of in the space. So, you know, at the high end, you know, there's a lot of domains that were, you know, were taken by techies and, you know, people who were passionate about one category or another, but were never in a position from a marketing standpoint or maybe from a financial standpoint or a resources standpoint, time standpoint to ever develop them. So there's still amazing domain names out there that if you have the capability to to develop, you know, you can structure partnership deals with people who have these incredible domains at the top level. At the medium level, some of these secondary two two word domain names are now, you know, ultra important domain names. So, you know, uh, because they are incredible lead generators in search. So for example, um, you know, uh, datarecovery.com sold for a million seven hundred thousand pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And you know, you think about a domain like that. I mean, if I had owned that domain and somebody came, I don't know, you know, I might have sold it for $100,000. But the reality is that a domain like that is so powerful to a data recovery company that, you know, paying a million seven hundred thousand, you know, could be potentially one customer or five customers or twenty, whatever it is, but you're gonna have this domain name for years, you're gonna be able to market it, you're gonna get a really strong return on your investment when you do spend marketing dollars because people are gonna be able to remember it. You're gonna get better placement in search, you're gonna get better placement probably in the paid search, you're gonna yeah. get, you know, better PR. I mean it's just endless. So I think those are great buys, and those are happening now by a lot of companies that if you can acquire a good two-term word that's in the right category, that's a winner. And what I've tried to do with Internet Warrior is, you know, give people tools like keyword tools, give them, you know, acts, you know right at their fingertips, things like Yahoo Buzz or, you know, uh, Trends, Google Trends, or things like that where you can kind of marry up a trend with, um, what you're passionate about, and that's where you're going to find domains that nobody else is even, you know, registered for that matter, or that they don't fully understand the value of. And you've got a good example of one of those on um, internet real estate podcast. I mean, that, that word seven, eight years ago didn't exist. I mean, it was it was created, and the the podcast really only came about, um, you know, in in the last. 10 years so there, there's a classic yep. example of a word that didn't exist before that now is uh, is commonplace amongst the on the internet so and they will continue exactly. they will continue to happen as as years go by exactly another another sort of example um, of a two word generic that i think is 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 really you know come into its own kind of like data recovery um, you know, it is in the insurance space. So, of course, I would have loved to own insurance.com, but it was, you know, taken long ago, and the guy's got a very robust business on it, and it's just plain old not for sale. It's too valuable. Mm-hmm. But I started to think to myself, you know, I was watching TV a year ago, and I, th- I saw every commercial on TV was, you know, uh, Geico, AIG, State Farm, all trying to convince people to go online, get a quote, and save money. So with the economy in the tank, you know, you think, wow, that, that message is really going to resonate with people. All I got to do is go online, get a quote, and save money. So what I did was approach the owner who's a, you know, a domainer who owned insurancequotes.com. Right. And I thought, you know, as much as I'd like to own insurance, insurance.com, insurancequotes.com, that may be a more sophisticated 
uh, customer because they're further along in the knowledge process, closer to you know transacting because they know the word quote. Mm. So we did a deal with him, and we said let us um, let us develop insurancequotes.com into a you know a site. We'll you know put up all the necessary search engine optimized keywords and all that kind of stuff. We'll put up the content. We'll put up a somebody else's form so we don't have to get ridiculously deep into the business, but we can just do lead gen. And we did that deal and in a matter of, you know, just, you know, four to six months we started to get some really significant um search traffic and uh you know inside of the first year we had uh, a million dollar a year commission business and growing. And that was, you know, basically without, you know, necessarily having, you know, an employee or or anything, um, no, you know, offices or anything. But we recently hired somebody to be the CEO of insurancequotes.com because when somebody fills out the application on insurancequotes.com, we get paid by uh, a company, uh, you know, $16 or so for a lead. And they turn around and they sell that lead five or six times for, you know, eight or ten dollars. Mm. So we knew that on the same amount of traffic, because they were, you know, such good leads, we should be doing, you know, four, five, six times as much business on the same traffic. And so we wanted to then take the next step and, you know, put that form on our own site, take the lead ourselves, and then bid that out to, you know, the several companies and make more money on it. But what my point, and I think this is really important, that is, um, the amazing thing is it's all about credibility right now. People, when they search, they have so many different choices and options, and some of them are the right options. Some of them are, you know, totally sinister, people trying to, you know, steal your identity or whatever it is. So when they type in insurancequotes.com into their browser or they search insurance quotes and they see insurancequotes.com, they feel somewhat confident like they do when they see creditcards.com. They mm. click on it. When they see the site, as long as that user experience follows through the credibility and they get the information that they're looking for, we found that over 40% of the people who are coming to the homepage were filling out the application. Yeah, so I mean, that's credibility. off the charts number. You know, I would have probably been happy before we launched it if you told me I was going to get you know four or five percent conversion. Well, that would be that would be fairly average, wouldn't it? I mean, the, you know, between three to five percent is the average online you know um, conversion rate. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> getting forty percent is yeah. is fantastic. And again, it, it, yeah, does, and it, it does come down to the to the the recognized part of the name and, and the, the quality of the name and you have that instant um, authority. So, Yep, exactly. And people people want that. You know, that's why, you know, creditcards.com or insurancequotes.com, they're such powerful brands because they're before the consumer makes the brand choice. So, you know, when they see a search, let's say for credit cards, and they see, you know, um, Visa, Capital One, American Express, and creditcards.com, in their own mind, in, in a millisecond, they say to themselves, well, I know what Visa wants me to do, I know what American Express wants, but oh, here's creditcards.com, maybe I can find the best deal, maybe I can do all my due diligence, they click on it, as long as they get the credible information, they in their mind say, well, this is too valuable for somebody, you know, creditcards.com is obviously not just trying to steal my identity, they have more to lose you know, than doing that. So I trust it enough to put in my information and they don't have to back out 
and go do more due diligence or you know go back and go to visa.com or amex.com they just plain old feel comfortable filling out the form on creditcards.com yeah so it's it's a you know i think that you know that opportunity exists in every category and what i'm trying to stress to people is you know try to you know focus on categories that you know right now because of uh you know the economic situation meaning what it is focus on categories that people have to do anyways but that they want to save money doing they're going to fight to save money so of course insurance quotes you know you have to have car insurance but you're going to fight to save in as much money as you can exactly um, yeah. you know yeah so i think if you can focus on those categories so I, I, you know to my to my sort of last level of um domaining which you know first is you know buying a, a domain that somebody else has uh you know maybe second is buying uh you know deal and doing a deal with somebody who has it you know maybe another is buying a second tier domain and developing but third is straight registering a new domain and people are always like well everything's already taken and you know all the stuff that's real is already taken but like you were saying you know podcasts that wasn't even a word um, you know, green, you know, three, four years ago, you know, green packaging was the same as brown packaging. Well, now green packaging has a lot of value. That's so it. if you can, you know, marry up the trends, breaking trends with, um, you know, your passion. So if you're into cooking and, you know, you might, and you see the green revolution happening, you can literally go out and grab domains like, you know, green grilling, green ingredients, green, you know, cooking, whatever these uh, new trends crossed over with your passion, whatever that is, you're going to find stuff that's um, that's there. And I actually was registering, uh, there's a, if you order Internet Warrior and you join the Insiders Club, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can look at all the, you know, basically you can see tutorials where it's like you're looking over my shoulder as I register a domain, as I look up a domain, as I, you know, look up a who is, as I look up, you know, uh, keywords, all these things, all those tutorials are there for you to look at, you know, whenever you want to. But as I was doing an example one, because I needed to do some examples, uh, and I said, well, you know, I want to prove to people that there are some great domains. So I start to think, you know, again, put on my cap about, you know, people want to save money, but they still want what they want. And so I'm, I'm doing that comparison back and forth. And I thought about the layaway category. And I was oh, yes, like, wow, yeah. people are, you know, going to lay away stuff. That's a, you know, more and more people are going to want to do layaway on stuff. Maybe not the traditional stuff, but how about the non-traditional? So I just start uh, sitting there, and I'm, I'm literally uh, getting incredible domain names. I'm just like in the layaway category, just registering domain names. I was registering uh, layawayplasticsurgery.com layawayfacelift.com, layawaybotox.com. I mean, this stuff is like super valuable stuff. And here I am in 2009, middle of 2009, I'm registering this stuff for, you know, seven bucks. It's crazy. <laughs> now, you, you talked about so, the Insiders Club. Is that, uh, is that something that comes as, as the package with the book and the, and the DVD, or is that an extra... Um, it's it's uh, there's uh, there's kind of two packages these days. There's sort of the all-encompassing package, and then there's sort of what I've called uh, I've got a 
you know, kind of a triad thing where you can get a PDF download uh, of the book and check it out and the tools and the tutorials. And then there's an insiders club, which is like a monthly newsletter, has alerts, got a teleconference call every month with, you know, breaking news and breaking trends. And, um, you know, that's something that people are, are signing up for, you know, almost to a person because, um, you know, if, you know, just to be able to sort of be on the cutting edge of um, these trends and, and opportunities, I think they're they're constantly there. So I just want to keep people on, you know, tuned into that, and they can sign up for that. It's that $19.95 a month and comes with, you know, all kinds of unlimited uh, ability to look at, um, you know, appraisals and things like that. And so it's a it's something that's really, really valuable. I'm just sort of, you know, putting it out there for people because, you know, if they can grab, you know, any kind of domains in the, you know, secondary market or in the primary market of, you know, just snapping up these domains based on trends like layaway or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, kind of things are happening, uh, it's it's a valuable resource. And I think people should, you know, tune into it, especially if they're, you know, if they're getting into domains or they're into domains, but they're trying to figure out how to develop, I keep sort of adding these new um, elements into the mix as I come about them. Um, and, you know, there's there's some really, you know, amazing stuff happening right now where, you know, I, I would call it Web 2.0, but some of the things that I've been turned on to in Web 2.0, I've been turning other people on to. So those tools are inside of... Um, of Internet Warrior. And to me, you know, Web 2.0 is, it's like a mentality, a way of thinking about how to, you know, scale something really quickly and, and get critical mass on something. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the stories I tell in Internet Warrior, I don't know if, um, if you're, um, if, you know, people have heard this story, but I think it's like ultra important that people actually hear the story. It's a story of a company called Gold Corp. And, um, Gold Corp was a, uh, a company, Canadian company, traded on the kind of penny stock index, and they owned a gold mine in um, in Canada, and they couldn't find gold. And they just, you know, the, in the gold industry, uh, when you own land, a gold mine, the, you always keep your secrets about the geological surveys and things that you've done. You keep those in a vault and you don't really show anybody. Uh-huh. And the guy that owned Gold Corp, the CEO, he was just really, you know, angry that he couldn't find gold and he was just getting frustrated. And he said, you know, I'm going to leverage what I consider Web, Web 2.0, that mentality. He said, instead of just keeping this stuff in my vault. What I'm going to do is I'm going to publish all the material that I've, all the geological surveys and everything that ever ever been done on this land, I'm going to publish those on the open web, and I'm going to put a $500,000 prize out there for whoever can tell me the best place to dig for gold based on, you know, my material. So he does this. Everybody tells him he's crazy. And instead of getting just the typical you know, gold geologists uh, who were giving advice before, because he took that Web 2.0 approach and put it out there on the web, he started to get input from, you know, seismologists and, you know, gemologists and all these people out of the woodwork. And uh, he, the, the winner, uh, found him a $10 billion, billion dollar 
gold deposit on his land. And uh, if you look up goldcorp.com, you'll see now they just bought like the second largest gold company in Canada. And they're, wow. they've got like a $20 billion market cap. Unbelievable. So, yeah. So, I mean, to me, like the point of that really is, you know, it's a mentality. It's like, you know, you can't, you know, just get stuck in the old system. There's an opportunity to really leverage the, the web, to leverage the word of mouth, the viral word of mouth. And we all have that opportunity with these domains. And so, you know, you can, you know, whether it's like a plenty of fish where, uh, you know, Marcus Friend yes, saw yeah, all the, the dating you know, site, yeah. uh, all the dating sites and decides to do an open source free social network for dating. You know, all these opportunities, you can turn all these industries, including, you know, the most stodgy, you know, like a gold mine that's been doing the same thing for the last, you know, hundreds of years, um, you know, just taking that mentality um, is is key. And so I, I, I've got some really good Web 2.0 um, companies on Internet Warrior that people can access. And one of them I'm just going to give like a shout out to right now, but I just, I've been blown away by this. I've been using it and I just think it's like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, logotournament.com. No, no. Um, so it's it's really amazing. It's a logo tournament. And basically, if you need a logo, you put up a basically you post a two hundred and fifty dollar prize, and all of these designs you put down. You know whatever it is, you can say something like you know Internet Warrior is a a domain system that helps people to you know um, you know buy and sell and build domain names uh-huh. and it's yeah. kind of technical. You just give them the basic outline and then literally hundreds of amazing designers from around the world all, you know, start putting up designs for your logo and then you pick the winner. You can, you know, along the way you can say, I like this one, but can you make it not so, you know, technical or can you do this one in a different color? And then you pick the winner and that person gets the 250 bucks. Wow. And basically... I had, I had a really hard time the last, you know, few logos I've been doing picking the winner because there have been, you know, in most cases, three or four that were amazing. That I would have paid somebody else, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to create a logo of this quality. And the winners have been from, you know, the Philippines and Romania and places like that that, you know, I would never have been able to access that talent, but here it is for 250 bucks. I get, you know, literally a hundred plus amazing designers banging away at my vision, and they do, you know, websites and web pages and landing pages and you know whatever kind of artwork you need cool. for the web. Okay, logotournament.com. We'll uh, I'll put Logo that on. Logotournament.com. That's fantastic. So there's all kinds of all kinds of resources like that on Internet Warrior that um, you know people can tap into. That's just going to you know be able to accelerate. Um, what they're doing, or potentially could be a model or a partner for something that they're they're doing. Yeah, highly recommend it. So um, the starting point is definitely getting the book and the DVD, and then if uh, you know people want to get in into the the back end of the Insiders Club, then that's the the next step as well. So that's for nineteen dollars. People probably spend uh, less on toilet paper in a month than they would on uh, <laughs> on that. Exactly. So. No, and you know what? You get you get one in this space. You know, you find one good domain. And you develop it, and it can change your life. So, you know, it's such a rare opportunity that you're you're this at the beginning moments of a you know a revolutionary industry like you know the automobile or 
gas, you know, gasoline, oil, that kind of thing, to, you know, the computer when it came out. So here we are, you know, in the early days of the, the Internet forming, and it's like, you know, you just you want to jump on it. You want to be proactive. You don't want to just, you know, sit back and 20 years from now, you know, have your kids looking at you going, okay, so you were alive, you know, <laughs> uh, 20 years ago, and, and the Internet was happening, and you didn't do anything about it? You know, that's not the position you want to be looking your kid in the face. No, I think... Not talking about. I think a lot of people, it comes down to uh, putting in the effort, and a lot of people are lazy. They want the quick buck. They want to try and, you know, um, find find one of those category killer domains and, you know, make millions of dollars, which, as you know, um, that is a, a rarity these days because that, that has been mined heavily. But there are many, yeah. many opportunities with a little bit of elbow grease. Um, you can turn something that was pretty much nothing um, or just had the potential or, or a bit of wind in its sail, as uh, Frank Schilling likes to say. Um, into yep, something that's exactly. potentially a, a powerhouse. So uh, yeah, and you know, I think there's so many up and coming trends too that are happening. You know, it's like, you know, I think if you just you know sort of put your you know constantly have your domain hat on when something happens or you see something breaking a trend or something that happens to you, um, you know, you can get a good domain. And and you know, I, I always have this experience where it's like something happens to me in my life that opens up a new category to me that meant nothing to me before um and all of a sudden I'm I'm tuned into it and I just I would give this example I gave it in um Internet Warrior in the book and and on the DVDs but um you know I had a dog uh, a few years back that passed away and I was like all upset and I was like thinking ah how can I get that dog back I wish I could clone that dog and I thought oh pet cloning oh my <laughs> god what a you know, and then I never would have thought about pet cloning, so I just, you know, grabbed the name for, you know, nickels and dimes, and, uh, you know, I've been offered decent money for it, but I'm waiting, I'm literally waiting until somebody offers me enough money and, and will take the couple hairs I have from that dog and clone them, and I'll trade them the uh, domain, so. Yes, uh, no, that's, <laughs> that, that was, wasn't that, didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger do that in the movie Eraser? Um, exactly. I think he had his dog cloned. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So look, you know, look, you, you watch things on movies, and you, you look back at movies that were twenty years ago, uh, and things that seemed very science fiction, and you know, were never going to happen, or maybe another hundred years have already happened. So, um, exactly. yeah, keep keep your eyes out and and finger on the pulse. I think so. Now, look, yeah, um, we're exactly. we're coming to the top of the hour, Zappy, and I, I want to thank you. Um, for your time. Likewise. And uh, it's, it's been great getting to uh, hear some of your stories and what you've been up to. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's some people that have heard bits and pieces of what you've done, but this is, uh, is good. It's a good place for people to, to stop and listen to the, you know, a, a more condensed version of that. So um, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, before we, we finish up? Anything else for people to keep an eye out with what you're working on or is uh, at the um, moment the, the internet know, room is the, is the thing to focus I, on? I think, yeah, I think, you know, Internet Warrior is definitely a place to tune into what I'm doing. And again, there's, you know, a lot of different ways to be successful in this space. What I've just, you know, really tried to do is to show people, you know, how I'm critically thinking about this stuff. And I think if they think about it in sort of the same way, but with whatever they're passionate about, 
um, you know, again, while it may not be instant millions overnight, there's so many opportunities to, you know, make money on a regular basis, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that, you know, you can start off by supplementing your income and then, you know, replace your income and then at some point, you know, be in a position where you're, you've done well enough that, um, you know, you're sitting on your war chest, your nest egg. So, you know, it's just, it's a great time, um, you know, just don't let anybody tell you it's too late or, you know, the good stuff's gone because that's literally not the case and, and there's it's just becoming more and more valuable and, uh, you know, anybody, you know, tuning in to Oz Domains or, you know, tuning into the show or, you know, just, uh, you know, anybody who's taking advantage at this time of the opportunity, I think, you know, they're in a golden position. So I would say, you know, just... You know, the uh, the resources that I've seen on Oz Domainer, uh, you know, I tap into them because, you know, it, it saves me a lot of time sometimes just trying to, you know, check out who's doing what and the different blogs and things like that. And there's a lot of information. So I just, you know, uh, my basic thoughts would be, you know, just take some of the lessons from the folks who've been doing it thus far and apply your own passion to it. And you're going to, it's, you know, I, I, Ron Jackson from um, DN Journal uh, I like what he always says. He says, you know, if you get in at this point, he's like, it's going to be very difficult for you to fail. Very yeah, difficult. Yeah, yeah, very true. Ron was uh, Ron was on a few uh, few months ago. Interviewed Ron, so he's a uh, good stuff. So, all right. Well, look, thank you very much again, Zappy. You too. Um, have all a, right. Have a pleasant evening, and we will uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Thanks again for your time, and um, have a good one. You too. Take care. Thanks, Zappy. Bye-bye.